Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking on sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports, so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football too. Every fantasy football. And Friday, you could get what you need to hear. Mondays and Fridays were open. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it is definitely the end of November on a Monday, Lunes. We're talking some sports. Check us out at RayandTayToday.com. Great interviews, talking a little bit of everything. Ray, we'll get to the college football, but we got to start with the NFL. Sunday night football, a better game than anyone would have ever imagined. The Steelers win at the end with the long Field goal for my boy, Boswell, 31-28. And two things. They're saying in three weeks, Aaron Rodgers could come back. They have two easy games coming up. Maybe this Hundley has turned the corner. want to ask you that. And the Steelers keep matching pace with the Patriots, and they play each other in two weeks in Pittsburgh. Are the Steelers ready for the Patriots at home? And are the Packers have an outside shot for Aaron Rodgers to come back and still get that sixth seed. So let me start with the Packers first. They're done. The NFC has got too many good teams that the Packers are not going to limp their way into the playoffs like they did uh, three or four years ago when he broke the collarbone on his non-throwing shoulder. So to me, He's too valuable. They don't have a running game. Their offensive line is not that great. I'm not bringing Aaron Rodgers back this year. As for Pittsburgh, you really have to ask yourself a couple of questions if you're a Steelers fan. And I know Tay is a Steelers fan, so you ask yourself these questions. Can you beat New England in New England? Because Might not have to. If you Might think you can, then this game doesn't really matter that much. Uh, but if you think you can't, then you have to win this game, obviously. So the Steelers, for being a good team, have shown time, time and time again, you know, inconsistency and some weaknesses. There's no reason at home that the Green Bay Packers, led by Brett Hundley, who we both liked at UCLA, should have given you this much trouble crushed or is crushing Ray on fantasy because Big Ben, who I sat in one of my leagues, decided to show up. But I, I just feel like as an as, as a outside observer, you're, you're, you're so, for being a good team, you're just inconsistent. You're not running the ball as much as I would like. 
And on defense, you know, your defense can be great at times and it can be, you know, porous at times. So I, I'm not convinced the Steelers can beat New England in New England. Uh, so this game becomes very important to me in two weeks. You guys have to win this game. That game has to be in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. And even still, I, I take New England, uh, my chances on New England right now. Well, the matchup will be in Pittsburgh when they play. And if the Steelers can win that, then chances are when they play again in the playoffs, predictably AFC championship game, it will be in Pittsburgh again. And I think we actually have four corners who can stick with the Patriots receivers who, you know, Hogan, Amendola, these guys can't stay healthy. So I think this is the best shot that they have. Looking at some of these other games and you looking around the league, I mean, hey, the Raiders, Broncos, that fight to leave your boy. Now we're calling him two chains. He snatched Crabtree's chain, train, chain twice so, in two that's years. That's trifling. I mean, come on. It's, Are you serious? What is that? It's so crazy. And I wonder, I don't know if they came down with it yet, but I wonder how many games they're going to get. And I haven't seen it yet. They're well, what's it making might it be... worse is that the Raiders, Ray, who might actually have an outside shot at the wild card, play the Giants next week, and Cooper got hurt, so they might not have Cooper or Crabtree. So that's crazy. Um, the Jaguars had a bad loss, but because the Chiefs lost, they're still, you know, up there. But they moved to the fifth seed because my Titans keep winning. And the AFC is really bizarre. We'll see, and we'll predict that in a minute, how that plays out tonight in terms of if the Ravens can move up. But we got to start in terms of before we jump to the NFC, we got to give, and I, and I kind of called it, I should have gone all the way with it, but the Buffalo Bills in Kansas City, Ray, they were doing hip-hop and they got it done. Huge win. And would you consider benching Alex Smith or what's wrong? Because the last five games that they've lost in a row, this offense is trash. Nobody's doing anything. They lose 16-10 at home, and the Buffalo Bills, and this is why I screamed to you last week about going with Nathan Peterman, even for the five interceptions. Tyrod Taylor doesn't turn it over, and he is a good starting quarterback in the NFL. He might not be the best, but there have been other Super Bowl winners at that position that you would admit that are just as good or less than Tyrod Taylor. So Tyrod Taylor and Alex Smith are very similar quarterbacks. I think – we may have got caught up in the moment the last five, or, the first five or six weeks when Andy Reid and Kareem Hunt and our boy Alex Smith were showing out and scoring a lot of points. This is really not that type of quarterback. I think ultimately between him and Andy Reid, he's too conservative. Andy Reid doesn't let him loose. I don't think that Patrick Mahomes gives him a better shot, just like Peterman didn't give Buffalo a better shot. So I don't think you replace Alex Smith right now. There are other things wrong. The defense has been exposed a little bit. The offense, you know, Travis Kelsey, uh, who knows, sometimes he's, he's into the game, sometimes he's not into the game. But 16 but, points isn't that bad, Ray. You could still win an NFL game. You give us 16 points, you're gonna, you got more chances. You can. Win. You can. And, and some of it is play calling. Some of it is personnel. You know, I don't blame this solely on Alex Smith. And you know me, I don't love Alex Smith. I thought, I thought benching him for Kaepernick was the right move in San Francisco. I thought he's limited, and, and they, they hold him back. They rein him in. Uh, you got to let this guy loose. You got to let him make plays and let him make some mistakes. I mean, it's, it's not natural 
for a quarterback to not have any interceptions. That means you're not pushing the envelope. I mean, now he's obviously got more in the last three, four weeks. But to me, Alex Smith is still a, 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 your best shot, and, and that AFC West is up for grabs. I mean, you try to tell me that the, that, the, that the Los Angeles Chargers are now the odds-on favorite to win that division? They're I looking like it. 0-4? That's crazy. With, that, with, with Philip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Gordon, Bosa, and Ingram, they've got the best five players in that division probably. And, you know, I predicted it, so you know me. I'm, I'm okay with that. But that just tells you that if you're in Kansas City and you don't make the playoffs this year – you got to really rethink what's going on between Andy Reid and Alex Smith. The buck has to stop somewhere. I totally agree. Listen, we got to give love to the Rams. When you beat Drew Brees, even though you're at home, it was a very solid win. Their defense, they bend, don't break, but they give up points. But I think when they need to, they can hunt. Their special teams is good. Woods is out for a couple of weeks, but Cooper Cup and the tight ends fill right in and do a good job. Goth and Gurley, man, that's really, really impressive. How do you like the Rams? And then give me your thoughts on the dominance of the Eagles. I am surprised week to week the Rams keep winning. I thought that New Orleans would win the game. I'm waiting for the Rams to collapse, but they don't. And nope. Part of it is because of the unsung hero of the NFL who saves coaches, and it's Wade Phillips. This guy probably shouldn't be an NFL head coach. Best defensive coordinator in, in Buffalo, two decades. you know, Detroit, uh, sorry, Denver, Dallas. But this guy can really coach up a defense, especially oh, yeah. if you give him some talent. And, and give Jeff Fisher credit. He laid the foundation defensively for this team. And they have some defensive talent. So, Wade Phillips is really letting the head coach, the 31-year-old head coach, I know I know, it's hard to say that. Uh, uh, McEvoy, they're really letting him do his thing offensively. And he's he he pretty – And he's he so creative with his play calling. pretty right. creative offensive you know, play caller and an offensive leader. So good for them. I mean, I, I, look, sky's the limit on, on that NFC, right? Because even Philadelphia was a really good team. They have no playoff experience. And they really don't consistently – you look at their roster, and, yeah, Alshon Jeffrey maybe is, is a matchup problem. But other than that, I, I don't really look at this Philly team, and I'm not – it sounds kind of crazy to say it, but – Ted and one, I'm really not scared of them. It's not a team that I'm scared to see in the playoffs. So if you're the Rams, you're thinking you're pounding your chest right now, thinking we could beat anybody. Well, I think you could probably say the same thing if you get into the playoffs. If Aaron Rodgers got in there, I think Russell Wilson, who the way he's playing, definitely should be up for MVP candidate. Every single play he goes back to pass, he's running for his life and just – doing stuff like we did in Central Park as young kids. It's amazing. But, you know, when it gets to the playoffs, you throw it up in the air, and then you're like, you know, hey, Russell Wilson, if Aaron Rodgers got in, um, definitely Drew Brees. You, you look to the veteran quarterbacks, but I'm starting to believe Zach Ertz might be the best tight end in football this season. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, right there with Brady could be the best quarterback. 
So I got to give the Eagles a lot of love and don't sleep on Cam Newton and the Panthers, Ray, because even though the Jets kind of gave this game away with penalties, Luke Keekley and those boys, if they stay healthy, this is a team that knows how to win. And when Cam is sort of running around and he's throwing it and now he's got McCaffrey and Stewart's running good, the Panthers are a dangerous team if they get into the tournament, even as the fifth or sixth seed as well. So the NFC is heating up. It's really, really heating up. Talk, talk to me about tonight. What do you got? What do you believe? What do you, what do you, what are you thinking for the Ravens and the Texans? Look, <clears throat> both of these teams are not going to make the playoffs. So it, um, it comes, somewhat comes down to pride. Somewhat comes down to how they'll do offensively. Looking at next season, obviously Houston's got to figure out what, what they're doing with their quarterback situation. Uh, hopefully Sean Watson comes back healthy and, and no big deal. Uh, Flacco, you know I'm not a huge Flacco fan. I look at this game as one of Baltimore's at home. They'll keep it close. They'll probably edge it out in the fourth quarter. I want to see how they incorporate Danny Woodhead back into the mix because I think he was a great weapon to have in in uh, San Diego at the time with the Chargers. So I like Baltimore just by a little bit. I think uh, Houston's got the slightly Let's say you like Woodhead because of fantasy football. It's okay. I do like Woodhead because of fantasy football. But I think in a close game, he's a playmaker. I think Baltimore wins a low-scoring game. I'll say 20 117. I totally agree with everything you said. I would take the Ravens 23-21. I think they pick off Tom Savage, their secondary. You know, they're they're kind of they're kind of tough in that the back half of that secondary. And Suggs, man, he still he still gets after a quarterback. So real quick before college, Thursday night football, Stem Redskins at the Cowboys. Um honestly when I look at this. It's hard to imagine that Kirk Cousins is without a contract and he's the second leading passer in the NFL in terms of yardage over 3,000 yards behind Brady. And I think the Redskins outduel your Cowboys again. They cut McFadden. They're just going with Alfred Morris and Rod Smith, which is weird because I feel like McFadden is the closest to Zeke and could still give you 1,000 yards behind Playmaker. that line. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. They just never activated them, and then they wave them. But um, I think the Redskins are going to win a close game. I take them at, at the end, Cousins with whoever's on that offense, Jamison Crowder, whatever, Carrigan on defense. They seem to get it done. I'm going to say they win 24-23 Thursday night football. The Redskins beat the Cowboys. As much as I hate to say it, I think, I think the Cowboys are done. I think the heart and soul of the team, the dagger's been put through it. They've had three bad weeks, and they're done. So Washington is still a team that's playing for, you know, even if it's just contract, and even just Kirk Cousins trying to prove that he's a legit NFL starter, uh, legit NFL quarterback that deserves big money. Uh, I just look at these Cowboys and, and it's falling apart right in front of my eyes, even though the game's in Dallas uh, on a short week. Um, actually, not a short week. Both of them played on Thanksgiving, so they have a full week. Uh, yeah. I, 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 hate, I, hate, I hate to say it, 
But I just think uh, Washington has more playmakers. Dallas does, on offense doesn't have any playmakers. When Cole B. Easy, uh, Beasley is your best playmaker. I mean, where's this guy? Where is he? So I, I, I think Washington wins a close one. I think it's, it'll be pretty high scoring. Though I'll say 28-26 Washington Redskins go into Dallas and beat them Cowboys. Now, Ray, we got to talk about some of these college firings and stuff, but the AP top five, Clemson, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Auburn, Alabama, and, of course, you have Georgia, Miami, and Ohio State. So these are really the only eight teams that still have a shot to get in, maybe with total chaos of TCU, who's down at 10. Penn State has no shot at nine. What did you think about Auburn's win and – would you, for tomorrow night for the college football playoff, what would be your top four? And is Auburn or Wisconsin or one of these undefeated teams still, who do you think is the best team in college football? This is such a hard question to answer before the games this weekend. You know, is Alabama one of the top four teams in the country probably their resume doesn't show it. They have the one huge loss to Auburn. Um, I know this though. The ACC champ is in the big 10 uh, is going to, is going to play spoiler. Um, if Wisconsin wins, they have to be in. You can't have an undefeated big five team when everybody has at least one loss and some even have two Auburn. If they win, they're going to have two losses and they're going to be in the playoffs. So it really comes down to, I think Oklahoma's winning, you're in. ACC winner is in. Wisconsin winning, you're in. And so then you've got to ask yourself, are you going to say that, the, that Alabama, who is number one or number two all year long, may not make the playoffs? And I think the answer is yes. There is a scenario, it's probably a 20, 20 30% chance, Auburn doesn't make the playoffs. Oh, Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Alabama for doesn't make the playoffs. Look, if Oklahoma beats TCU, Oklahoma's in. Alabama's rooting for TCU to win, and maybe they're rooting oh, for Ohio State. State to win. Yeah. yeah. So that's who Bama's rooting for. Um, and I believe if Miami beat Clemson, you'd have to put Miami in. I guess is Clemson going to be number one? And if Clemson loses to Miami, I guess they go down to two losses. Could they drop from one to five? And they would be yeah, out. Yeah, because I think I, I think so because the Syracuse loss was a bad loss. So if the loss had been to somebody decent, a top twenty-five team, I think that would be okay. But Clemson lost to Syracuse, and I think with two losses, they don't get in. Um, you know, Auburn has two losses, but that was a an SEC loss, and I think the second game of the season they lost to Clemson. So those are those are decent losses. Um, so uh, the yeah, winner LSU of that Miami Clemson, Clemson yeah. game comes in. Goes in. Yeah, LSU was the other loss. Yeah. Do you like Chip Kelly to UCLA? Do you think? I love it. I think both both parties win in that one. Chip Kelly goes back to college where he belongs, back to in the, the West Coast where, where they don't play defense. You know, he gets to recruit. He gets to stay on the West Coast and, and basically compete with UCLA and compete with some other teams. He'll bring with USC, glory. Yeah. USC, mm-hmm. sorry, he'll bring glory back to football in you in, in LA and also. To, you know, strength in the Pac-12 conference. And I like Dan Mullins leaving, even though he leaves Mississippi State stranded, going to Florida. He was there as the OC 
and the quarterback coach for Tebow and, 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 you know, they're winning and when, you know, Urban was the coach, so Urban Meyer. So I think that's a good move. Not sure what Tennessee is going to do. I think Arizona State might hire our boy from Texas A&M, which, you know, I don't know if he deserves to be fired, but I guess they wanted him to get at least eight wins and Texas A&M struggled uh, for Kevin Sumlin. So, you know, does Notre Dame get rid of their coach? He said yes well, going into the season, but then he had a good If he season. didn't win eight games, he was in a Kevin Sumlin type situation. Uh, but remember, up until two weeks ago, that Miami loss, they were in contention for a Final Four playoff berth. So if they lose again in the bowl game, that's a four loss season. Eh, I think he's on the hot seat, but I don't think he gets fired. I think Brian Kelly stays another season. I don't know that there's another guy that's out there that they're really chomping at the bit for. Plus, their buyouts are usually pretty big. Um, I think I think Kelly's okay for one more season. All right, before we go, is UCF being jerked at 11-0 and 0 and then AP ranked 12, and we'll see what they get ranked by the committee tomorrow? Yes and no. Uh, I don't think, honestly, if, you, if they played any of the top ten teams that they'd win, uh, but then again, you, you can only play what your schedule allows you to play. So if teams are avoiding them, that's one thing. But I just don't think on the field they're better than, than even the top eight teams, let's say. Yeah, no. And so uh, definitely some breaking news, right? Before we start the show, a little NBA. Tell them what happened, right? Well, at 7-12, and 12, Memphis got rid of Coach Fisdale. Dave Fisdale was 40, what was he, uh, 43 wins last season, got to the playoffs in a brutal Western Conference. And he has the best uh, recent quote ever, Ray. Take that for data. <laughs> there you go. So, Fizzy sat uh, Mark, uh, Mark Gasol last night, and that probably had some bad ramifications, but still, 19 games into the season in a brutal Western Conference, it's kind of a short hook. Hello? Yeah, that's a short hook for uh, for a basketball yeah. coach, 19 games into the season, not even a quarter of the way in. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I don't think it was fair. So, anyway, enjoy Monday Night Football. Enjoy the game. I think you know, we've got a great sports weekend up ahead of us with the conference championships and um, just getting closer to figuring out the NFL playoff race. So, uh, see you at the end of the week. We're out. See you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.